This is the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, and pride. And you're listening to the Friday Follow-Up. On the Friday Follow-Up, we continued the discussion that we started in person on Monday. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have each and every one of you here with me today. My hope is that I got a chance to see you at our group in person on Monday night, but of course, whether you come to our meeting or you don't, wherever you are at, for whatever reason, I hope that you can join in on the conversation and think about the stuff that we began talking about uh, on Monday night. We are currently heading into step 11 at our group. Um, But because there are five Mondays in this month, we had an extra opportunity to just have a different conversation, um, kind of an extra uh, opportunity. And what we did was we had a conversation about one of the things that we've had an emphasis on in our group, and that is the phrase, whenever possible, whenever possible. Every single year, we have kind of a different uh, phrase or kind of a different focus for our group. And uh, that was it for this year. We're going to be heading into our new year coming in June. Um, But I thought this was a great opportunity to kind of recap on um, kind of our our focus for the year. And that was, again, uh, whenever possible. And we have a a kind of a a commitment. Um, Our group kind of has its our own commitment. And um, it goes kind of like this. Uh, We are committed to when anyone anywhere reaches out for help, that CR will be there whenever possible. For that, we are committed. And making this kind of our commitment is just trying to um, help us to understand exactly and remember what what we are doing. The purpose of us to have this commitment is so that we don't forget what we're doing in our group and so that we can share that with other people, that people can see what it is that we are committed to inside of our group. And this isn't, uh, of course, just something that we came up with. This is uh, something that we get directly from Scripture, and that comes from Galatians 6.2, which says, Share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. And so we are saying that we are committed to sharing each other's burdens. But we also have this added little uh, part to the end of that, uh, that when anyone anywhere reaches out for help, CR will be there whenever possible. And this is so important when it comes to my recovery and just in life in general. And we get this phrase from step nine, which says we may direct amends to such people whenever possible. And really, kind of when you nail this down, it's kind of just having boundaries. It's making sure that I have appropriate boundaries in place when I'm uh, doing my step nine, going to make amends, making sure that I have the right intentions, um, and so on and so forth. Uh, We talked about that a lot as we were talking about step nine. Um, And in our group on Monday, we were kind of just talking about how as we work through the first six steps, this produces um, kind of a Christianese word, and that's a discernment. Um, to know when and when not to do certain things, when to uh, stick my hand out, and when to maybe uh, let somebody 
uh, make a poor decision or whatever that may look like. It's all very um, kind of gray a lot of times. And um, so the whole point here is just trying to uh, be uh, conscious of, of doing things whenever it's possible. Um, this can get kind of uh, a little confusing or maybe maybe somebody might get some hurt feelings whenever this kind of gets played out. Uh, so we kind of talked about what whenever possible is and what it is not. Um, kind of goes like this. Uh, what it, whenever possible is not when I have time. It's not when I feel like it. It's not whenever you're being nice to me or when everything else is going right. Uh, we said whenever possible is when I have worked my program uh, appropriately to add to that, um, meaning I have a sponsor and accountability partners and I'm speaking with them and I'm, I'm going through my steps in order. Uh, when I have talked to God about it, so I've uh, gone I've sought counsel from my father in heaven. Uh, when I know it's the right thing to do and when it is safe. And so those are just kind of a, a couple of guidelines that I can follow when it comes to a situation um, and I'm considering it, you know, whenever possible. Is this, is this possible for me to do? Um, is it possible for me to make my amends? Is it possible for me to give this person a ride? Is it possible for me to um, give this person my phone number or, you know, give them help in this type of way or to not? Uh, a lot of these situations certainly come up in recovery, but in everyday life. And uh, this is something that we have plenty of conversations with um, folks who are, are attending our group with codependency. And a lot of those um, that are doing that are in a, a relationship with somebody who's struggling with drugs and alcohol. And it looks a lot like um, trying not to enable. And uh, so it's again, it can be kind of uh, difficult. It can seem like maybe we're being um insensitive or uh, hurtful to some people, um, but it's just really important for me to have my mind fixed on this idea, uh, is it possible? And when it is possible that we do act on those things. So there's a couple of things that we talked about. Um, we were kind of answering the question, what do I do or what should I do whenever possible? And the three things that we talked about was start whenever possible, heal whenever possible, and share whenever possible. And uh, I'm not going to really get into all of that, but I do want to just kind of touch on this uh, share whenever possible part, um, because this is really how the group continues to move forward. It continues to grow, um, and we continue to see people's lives impacted. Um, you know, I shared how the first Monday in the first year that we um, started our group, Christmas just so happened to land on on a Monday, and um, it was this kind of you know question: Do we do we have group on Christmas? Do we continue to do this? Um, our our group was small at that point, and so it wasn't uh, necessarily a very difficult decision to say. Well, you know, there's tons of people counting on us or relying on us, um, but you know that didn't that wasn't the point. Uh, the point was, and for me personally, you know, a couple of years before that, um, I remember spending uh, my Christmas at uh, an AA meeting. And the only reason why that was possible was because somebody was there. You know, somebody took the program uh, that was offered to them, and then they kept it moving forward. They didn't just hold on to it and, and keep it to themselves. They shared it with somebody else. And we talk about this in the program all the time. If you want to keep what you have, then you have to give it away. And um, 
I think that there's so much that happens inside of this. Uh, you know, we might experience healing or freedom or victory in a certain area of our lives, and it's so tempting to just take it and say, hey, thank you, um, or even more so, sometimes it feels like, I, yeah, I, re I worked really hard for this. This is mine. I deserve it. I earned it. And so, you know, that's what it is. Taking it a step past that, um, you know, maybe we would say, hey, thank you, God. And then we continue to just keep it to ourselves and not share it. Um, we, we don't want to do either of those things. What we what I want to do or and what I would encourage you to do is take what has been freely given to you. Recognize that first, that it is a gift from God. Um, that uh, it is not from our own, um, you know, it's not that we deserved it or that we worked hard enough and, and earned it, um, but that it's a gift to us. That doesn't mean that we didn't do something, you know, uh, that working through the steps is difficult. It is, it does require work, um, but it that doesn't necessarily equate to uh, the gift of, of recovery and sobriety. And I guess that's a, convers a longer conversation for another time. Um, but what we're doing here is, is recognizing first that it's a gift and then being willing to give it away to the next person. You know, if God, uh, does a miracle inside of my life and I hide it away from other people, uh, what good is that? You know, does, uh, does, does it really uh, continue to move forward and is it a miracle unless other people are really being affected by it? Right. Um, there's a couple of reasons um, why I would encourage a person to do this and why I believe that it's the right thing for me to do is that that first part of it is it continues to keep it real inside of my life. You know, I'm continually reminded at where I was at, where I've come, and why I need to be where I'm at. I'm, continu I'm uh, continued to be reminded of how God is so good and gracious to me and the miracles that he has done in my life and that he continues to do inside of my life. And uh, so there's that um, kind of reminder that comes with taking what I've been given and giving it to the next person. It continues to reestablish it inside of my life. I'm reminded and renewed in that every single time I share it with another person. Um, the other thing is, is that um, when I share it with somebody else and somebody gets it, right? You know, I have a conversation with someone and I'm sharing them with them what God has done in my life and, and it kind of sparks a, a fire inside of them and they begin to kind of grasp it for themselves. And I start to see, you know, those bondages be taken outside of their life. I, I begin to see them healed. I begin to see miracles done in their life, relationships restored, um, you know, all of these different things happening, it just solidifies it in my heart. I'm confident. I'm even more confident in uh, what what God is doing inside of my life and, you know, what I'm committed to inside of the program because I see it working inside of other people. And so it just solidifies uh, that that commitment that I've made because I see it happening again and again for other people. Now, on the flip side of that, um, there's something that does happen uh, to those of us who who hold on to it and keep it away from others. You know, I feel like, oh, yeah, this gift that has been given to me, I want to hold on to it and keep it for myself and cling so tightly to it that I, you know, I be, that's, I no, I'm clinging to it because I don't want to forget, and that's how I'm doing it. I'm, I'm holding on to it so I don't forget. And uh, reality, that's just not what happens. It's it's like, you know, closing up a, a, a big fire that's that's been started inside of my heart and, and shutting it up into a a tight box, you know, where no air can get to it. Eventually, that fire that God started inside of my heart, it, it gets extinguished, you know, it goes out. I forget, I forget um, where I was at. I forget what God has done. 
and um, I don't see God working in other people's lives, and, and sooner or later I forget uh, what it was like, and I forget the initial passion that that I had when I saw God doing those miracles inside of my life. And quite honestly, um, when I just am so, you know, uh, clung to what God has done in my life in, in the past, it doesn't really give him a lot of room uh, for him to do new things inside of my life. It It's not intended for me to just cling to what God did, you know, 10 years ago or five years ago or even, you know, two weeks ago. Um, you know, it's we don't need to cling to necessarily what God has done in our past. We, we remember it and we continue to praise God for it. Um, yeah, we praise him. We thank him for uh, what he has done in our lives. But ultimately, we can just give it to the next person. And in that in that process of having faith and giving it to that next person, we're saying, God, I believe that you have something more for me. I believe that you have something greater for me inside of my life. And so I'm willing to give it up um, because, you know, I believe that it was a gift to me and I want to see somebody else impacted by it. And I believe that you have something uh, more for me. And ultimately, uh, the humility that is uh, born inside of this program, inside of and put into our lives um, should really result in me saying, you know, I have faith that you will bring another victory to me or you will bring more blessings into my life. But even if you don't, I believe uh, it was a gift that I, you know, didn't earn in the in the first place. It wasn't it wasn't mine to begin with. And you were gracious enough to let me have it. And so I give it to the next person. I hope that you bring more in my life. But even if you don't, I'm still grateful for what you have done. And um, that in itself, too, will continue to, to move us forward inside of this program and equip us for whatever is to come next, whether it is a blessing or um, it's a struggle, because uh, we know that life is, is definitely full of both. And so um, definitely we wanted to take this time to just talk about whenever possible, that share whenever possible part that we were just kind of doing talking about. Um, is just saying in every single opportunity that comes up, share what God has done inside of your life. Share the uh, the miracles of the program. Uh, share, 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 share about it all. You know, there's there's no good use uh, to shut up a, a burning fire inside of a closed room or under a blanket. You know, it just um, doesn't do anybody good. So uh, let that light shine. Um, share it with the next person and see uh, what God uh, might do with that in in that obedience. So. Uh, Thank you guys all for being here today, and until next time, I love y'all. Thank you for listening to the Friday Follow-Up. I hope that you take what we talk about here and have conversations with others. The things that we talk about on here are meant to start conversations, not end them. So I pray that you would talk with someone about what you heard here today, and that you would look for ways to be a light in your own community. If you are struggling to find community and people to talk with, then please send an email to recovery at palmvalley.org and I will personally get you connected with a volunteer from Celebrate Recovery. Nothing changes the fact that we need each other, even if that means that we have to find new and creative ways to do so. You can also send me encouraging messages, comments, or concerns to that same email recovery at palmvalley.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. I love you all, and I hope to see you soon.